Hello and welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast with me, your host, Freddie Hall. For the old fan, the new fan and the UK fan, joined once again by Andrew Manning, by Adam Martin. It's one of them, another pesky mock drafts again. We're bringing our official mock draft tonight. Seems as we're just two days away now. Two days away from the NFL draft of 2022 happening on Thursday night. It is going to be 1am into Friday. So make sure you book Friday off. Come on, you must have done it by now. You know, this has been coming for months. We've been talking about it. Everyone's been talking about it. So make sure you get the beers in, get the snacks in, and you're going to enjoy the mock draft and see what player your team picks, who's going to be the bright star for your future. We are going to do our official mock draft tonight. Um, it's going to be, we, we've got a pick each. So um, it will be starting Adam as number one, then me two, then Andrew three, and we're going around the board. Um, so it's going to be good fun. It's going to be a good laugh. Uh, it's not exactly probably going to be incredibly accurate, but it'll be probably more accurate than the alternative mock draft that we did last week, um, which was a lot of fun as well. I hope you all enjoyed and checked that out. Um, before we do start the draft, though, uh, our mock draft is we've got a very exciting competition. As soon as this video goes out, make sure you comment on our YouTube video of this, saying who you think the number one pick will be in the NFL draft, as well as subscribing to our YouTube, and you'll be entered into a competition, and we will be buying the lucky winner that will be announced on our reaction show on Friday after the draft. So the draft's on Thursday night to Friday. We're going to be doing a podcast Friday afternoon-ish, depending on how we feel, how hungover I feel, more than likely is going to be the story of when we do it. So... What you need to do is comment on that video, on this video of our official mock draft, subscribe to our YouTube, and then we'll enter into competition to win a jersey for your team of choice with whatever name and number you want on the back as well. Um, jerseys will be limited to what we can get on Fanatics, so there's no, you know, Colour Rush or 1980s Buffalo Bills one that you want or something like that it's you know it's very simple you gotta be kind to us you know we're not made of money this is an independent podcast but we've got a little bit in the tank to be able to spend on all you good people who subscribe and follow the franchise tag podcast so adam andrew days away excitement's hitting in i mean andrew you follow all these college players i, I bet you're buzzing for this now to see them transition into the nfl yeah i mean i've spent so much time over the last sort of 48 hours making sure that I've done all my research, making sure I've watched all the tape, seeing what I've missed from when I watched it in the season. So, yeah, it's, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Adam, to mock or not to mock, that is the question. I mean, you're a guy who has not watched the college football game a lot. I feel like before you joined the Franchise Tag podcast, it probably didn't really interest you that much, the NFL draft. But now, oh, you're, you're a uh, Green Bay Packers fan. Hold up, hold up. Hang on a minute. I didn't mind the draw. I, I would I mind would, as a Packers fan doing disappointed <laughs> year after year of not picking a wide receiver, of trading up finally only to draft Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love. Uh, sorry, Aaron Rodgers' placement, Jordan Love. I mean, it's not been that exciting times for you as a Packers fan in the draft. No. you got two it, picks this year, two first-round picks. Yeah, two first-round picks and watch us not take a wide receiver. Yeah, you know it's <laughs> coming, Packers <laughs> Well, it might not happen on the night, but it may happen in our mock draft tonight. Apologies, there was a massive fly flying around this room that keeps going in front of my face. So if I suddenly swatting around anywhere, that's what is happening. You know, animals in the in the in the hood here. So uh, right, I'm going to share my screen. We've got we're using the draft network. That's the mock draft simulator. But I use you can also use PFFs. Um, I mean, there's several out there. Just Google mock draft simulator if you still want to do your mock draft because um, you still got time to do it. But, two days practically to do one if you want to do it and maybe when this video comes out maybe put your mock draft underneath our one in the twitter page so we can take a look at it and you can critique ours we'll critique yours and maybe might agree on something eh? so i'll get us all started off i'm going to share the screen 
it will go all a bit funny for a minute and then it will be completely okay. However, I will be blind to the reaction of the two lads of what they're doing. But there we go. That's all that sort of. So as you can see at the bar at the top here, we've got the picks all the way through as we keep going through the picks will move. We have the board just here. We have on the left here where uh, our draft log, I suppose, and um, we've got all the players in. You can go into the positions there. It's a very, very good website. I do enjoy uh, the draft network mock draft simulator a lot. However, we might as well kick it off. The NFL franchise tag mock draft 2022 is now open. Adam has the number one pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Where's it going to go, Adam? Who's going to go number one for you? So we're, the, the idea of this is we're going to try and be as accurate as we can, but obviously we know there's going to be lots of trades and it's all going to be like a bit crazy on the night and all that sort of thing. But I, or for or the last few months, it's been Aiden Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson. And the, just in the last few days, I am the betting person on this. They have all gone towards Trayvon Walker. Everything you hear is that um, the general manager of the Jags wants Trayvon Walker, the coach wants Iki Aquanu, and the owner wants Aiden Hutchinson. Now, to me, if you want to keep your uh, you want to keep your general manager happy, and he's the guy who's picking all of these, normally he has to have the final say in this respect. And so, for that reason, I'm going to go with Trayvon Walker. Trayvon Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Trayvon Walker going the Georgia edge going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I am the Detroit Lions at the number two pick. And it seems as Trayvon Walker's gone, I'm going to go for the obvious here. I'm going Aiden Hutchinson edge from Michigan. Um, if he isn't going number one on the night, he's certainly going number two. Like you said, in the last few days, it's really just swang from Aiden Hutchinson over to Trayvon Walker and the Lions must be rubbing their hands if that's if that's what's going to happen because they get a great edge rusher just just fall into their lap at the number two pick um the number three pick Andrew Houston Texans your first pick of the night the pick that we said when we were chatting before the podcast is the pick that will mess up everyone's mocks because we just don't know where these guys are going to go are they the Texans yeah I mean I've seen lots of I mean we were talking about it before we started tonight that you've got on your own personal mock draft edge rusher edge rusher edge rusher um but I think they've invested a lot in uh, in Davis Mills and I think they like him they've got themselves a running back now that's viable to sort of use Marlon Mack so I think they need to really go after one of those top um O-linemen they've got Laramie Tunsil but after that there's not, there's not a lot there that's going to really strengthen that O-line. So personally, I mean, I think they should go O-line. Uh, and I think the guy that they should go for is Icky. I think they should go for Icky Aquano. Um, but yeah, uh, I know there's lots of mock drafts out there now that are taking all the edge rushers straight off the board early doors. So this one could be the one that sort of messes everyone's up. Iki Aquano could also play that guard position as well for the Houston Texans and slot inside, but he's a he's a phenomenal talent and could be the best O-lineman of the draft. Move on to number four, the New York Jets pick. On to you, Adam. Who are the Jets picking with their first pick of the draft? Yeah, the Jets, I think it's an interesting one. There's a lot of talk that they're going to go for Source Gardner. There's a lot of talk that they're going to go for a wide receiver. Um I, to be honest, I think they need both. They, they really do need help at corner and wide receiver. Um, 
it depends how they how they feel and whether they feel they can get that wide receiver a little bit later, which personally I think they can. Um, so with that in mind, I think the way forward is Source Gardner for the Jets, a nice big corner who's who's going to have the potential to change the position a little bit because of his size, I think. And uh, so, yeah, I think Source Gardner is a, uh, a good choice for the Jets there. Smashing Source Gardner, the cornerback, self-declared on Twitter, best player in this year's draft, which <laughs> leads me to the number five New York Giants pick. Andrew, you must be thrilled where I've got the first Giants pick. And uh, you, well, and then Adam has the second Giants pick, which should be fun. So you are definitely in the uh, passenger seat for this one. I look at the board, I look at your needs. You see Thibodeau there, you see Evan Neal, top O-lineman, top edge rusher there. I, I, I I think with the pick seven there, you might lose Evan Neal to the Panthers, but I think you then can get Charles Cross, whereas I don't think Kayvon Thibodeau is going to be lasting any longer there. Uh, so, well, he could. Maybe the Panthers don't go for him, but then he is such a stud. I'm going to go Kayvon Thibodeau here, obvious pick. Number one pick in mock drafts throughout the start of the year, January, February, has dropped down. Some people thought he could even drop out the top 10 because of character concerns. I still think he sticks in the top five here. Did you want me to weigh in on your pick? <laughs> I mean, you can you can weigh in if you like. Bear in mind, I'm going blind here, so I don't know what, but I probably should have led into the number six pick, which is over to you, which is the Caroline Panthers pick. But you can weigh in on the Cave on Thibodeau pick if you like. I mean, that's before the season even started of the college season. I was hot on Thibodeau and was like, I wonder if we could get him. So, And I said it would never be possible because I thought he was going to be the number one pick in the draft. So... Uh, I would be delighted with that. Um, yeah, I'm on to... You've left me with another difficult pick. It's another one of them. Every mock draft's got something slightly different. Either got quarterback or O-line. Um, I think uh, from what I'm hearing, uh, it's a similar conversation to what the Jags are having. I think head coach wants O-line, wants to keep his job, wants to get the best of his quarterback, but the owner wants... Uh, quarterback and he wants to get that sorted, he wants to get the future. Who get who trumps who? Um, you said uh, owner previously, so I think I'm going to go down that line again and I'm going to have them take in Malik Willis. Um, he's just something different to uh, to Darnold, I think. And personally, I think he's probably the best prospect uh, of the draft too for at the quarterback position. So yeah, going quarterback. Just just quickly on that one, I do feel that with the Panthers, it is very much the owner in that one compared to uh, compared to the sort of general manager and the coach. I feel with the Jags that the GM has a little bit more say there possibly, but yeah, I mean it, that the owner of the Panthers is desperate for, isn't he? For a, uh, Te Te a Tepper knows what he likes. He's yeah. aggressive. David Tepper, isn't he? He's aggressive. Yeah. owner. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's desperate for one. So yeah. On to seven, then the Giants pick. You, we're going to make him a very happy man, are we, uh, Adam? I mean, Thibodeau. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm not going to make him a very happy man because otherwise he will become unbearable. So we're going to stop that now. <laughs> there has been an awful lot of talk, a lot of people that I have read or listened to in the last few days that have come out and said that the Giants are very, very keen on one particular O-lineman, and you can shake your head as much as you like, but the fact is... is do, you like how my do you like how my mouse is hovering over him as well? <laughs> they, are, they are saying that 
Charles Cross is the guy that they that the Giants are going for. And in the interest of trying to be relatively accurate on this draft, <laughs> I feel that it's I personally, if it was me, I'd be going Evan Neal. But they are coming out and saying that Charles Cross is the guy. So, mate, you know, I, I can't help but feel that they'll probably go for him. So Charles I mean, Cross is going here, yeah. He's a, he plays in an, uh, an air raid offense. So, you know, we need to get a run game going. Why would we take uh, <laughs> an O lineman that doesn't help in the run game? Every everyone <laughs> is saying that that Charles Cross is the guy that they just really really like, and they they feel that they can move him across to the de- the other side. So I've got, I've got faith in Shown and Dayball. So you know, it's fine. <laughs> New ownership at the Giants. Hopefully there is some faith there with that. Uh, I've got the eighth pick with the Atlanta Falcons. The top knee being an edge rusher on there. I'd say the squad just needs an overhaul, let alone the edge rusher or the wide receiver being a top knee quarterback there as well. I'm going to go wide receiver though. I think um, you could easily get some good wide receivers in the second, but they are lacking an elite wide receiver. Whether you class like Carl Pitts as the elite wide receiver is still listed as a tight end. I'm going to go Garrett Wilson here out of Ohio State. Get some there, number one, their Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley replacement, really, um, to go forward for the Falcons. And we go on to number nine, back to Andrew with the Seattle Seahawks selection. Is this? A, are you going to take quarterbacks with two picks in this top ten? Uh, no, um, I don't Ooh. think quarterback was the option here. Um, I'm just having to now have a look who's gone off the board based on what I've got in here. You can Sorry. ask you this. You can ask me to go wherever you like within the positions if you want. It's no more than fine. I can scroll up and down if you like, whatever you like. Yeah. If we have source has gone already, hasn't it? Source has gone. Yeah. So right. so so far, yeah, source has gone. Because I had them taking a uh, cornerback in mm-hmm. all of my mock drafts. So and I had it at Source Gardner in that. But as he's gone, I'm just going to go to next best cornerback available. Uh, and I think they'll take Derek Stingley then um, at that pick. Derek Stingley going number nine there. The highest I've seen him go, I have to say, in a lot of mocks. Um, real background to the New York Jets at number 10, already taken Source Gardner at number four, which was your pick originally, wasn't it, Adam? So uh, you've got back-to-back picks for the Jets here. Yeah, I think they, they need a wide receiver. Uh, as I said before, I, I also feel that, the, the guy that they want is still on the board. They made a massive, mm-hmm. uh, you know, attempt to try and get Tyreek Hill. It didn't work. He ended up wanting to go to Miami. I think they're going to want to go for the speed start. So I reckon they'll go for Jameson Williams. Jameson Williams going off the board to the Jets. Heavily, heavily rumoured they may be getting a certain Debo Samuel. However, nothing has happened movement yet. The 49ers have said outright they do not want to trade him. Whether he goes or not could be very dependent on draft night. It would be really exciting if Debo gets traded on draft night. That'd be for certain. Uh, the Washington Commanders are me with the 11th pick just here. I mean, wide receiver is a big need for them. I think if Drake London sat here, I mean, you could go Carl Hamilton maybe. But uh, I, this is a hard one because this is a team where you could argue any, any sort of position really could be improved. I'm going to stick with Drake London because, yeah, I'm going to stick, I'm going to go Drake London for the, for the commanders. I just think they need that other X factor outside Terry McLaurin. Yes, they've got Curtis Samuel, but he was injured all of last year. Um, they've got one or two wide receivers I do like, but London, I think makes a lot of sense here. 
Uh, we go to number 12 then with the Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings onto Andrew here. I mean, the top needs a safety, Andrew, and your unicorn is still out there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think in, in my uh, mock drafts, he's already gone off the board. So the fact that he's still on there makes perfect sense. I had them taking a cornerback, but both of those are off the board. So it's perfect, <laughs> isn't it? I'm going to have to change my mind. I'm going to go with what's available. That's how it's going to be on the night, isn't it? So, yeah, it's got to be Kyle Hamilton if they're at, at that position there, hasn't it? Kyle Hamilton going just there at number 12. Number 13 goes to Houston Texans. The Texans' third pick was Andrews. Uh, so this will be to you, Adam. Uh, so you've already got Ikea Kwanu on the team. Where do the Texans go from here? The Texans are probably wishing that they didn't take Ikea Kwanu now because Evan <laughs> Neal is somehow still so on much. the board um, based on this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think that to me, I feel, you know, we, we've come out and said loads of times it is like every position everywhere they, they need help. Um, but I, 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 I think, you know, they've, they've, they've shored up the, uh, the O-line with Iquanu. I think edge, I think would be a good move for them to go for. It's to me, I think there's Carl Aftis, who's a good choice, but a lot of rumours that he's going further and further up the board. A lot of teams really like him. I think Jermaine Johnson will go to the Texans. Jermaine Johnson um, very performed very well at the Combine. Apparently, well, not enough people are talking about him, according to a lot of people, because he performed really well at the Combine and put up some insane stats. Um, so it's a surprise he's got to 13 for me, to be honest with you. I thought he would go a bit earlier. Um, number 14, we have Baltimore Ravens, which is me. Uh, I'm going to go back on to all on here. Ah, I mean, Evan Neal is sat there, but he's just slipping and slipping. I don't, they don't need him. Cornerback, I'm not so sure on. Interior offensive line, I'm not so sure on. I, I think here, I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick with what I've been mocking, and that is Jordan Davis. Um, I think you get your Calais Campbell heir apparent. Um, you know, he is more of a no second than a than a D tackle, I suppose. But um, Vita Veo has really shown that position is very important now with, with his prominence in, in Tampa Bay. Um, physical freak, an absolute athlete. Jordan Davis going to 14. I think this is the range he'll go in on the night as well. I think it's in, within the, within about these four picks, Jordan Davis is going to go. Um, we go to the Philadelphia Eagles, number 15, on to Andrew. His divisional rival could really screw them here, but I feel like uh, you've you got to be partisan on the, on the podcast here, Andrew. You've given me both of the Eagles' picks. I told you. I, Have I? I think you've screwed me over here. Um, <laughs> I don't know whether to stick to what I've got in mind or mm. I, I believe they need an edge rusher. And looking at the edge rusher, that's, I, I didn't have them taking one because I didn't think there was someone good enough at this point. Um, I think they need edge and I think they need cornerback. Uh, I have cool. a linebacker in there, but they have just got uh, Riddick. So, mm. I mean... What, there's what, the edges, there's the corners. I mean, it, it, what do you do you guys feel as well? Are you going to have to get you to weigh on this? We are all part of the podcast. Is Edge Russia a massive need for them? What have they got? They've got Brandon Graham and Derek Barnett. That's it. They've got Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave in, in on the line, but they've not got a load of Edge Russia. No, uh, I, personally, I feel that um, they desperately need a linebacker. I think yeah, that's something that they do really need to go for. Um, but they probably 
won't you I, I don't know maybe they will I, I think if they were going to use it they'd probably use it on the second rather than the first pick mm-hmm. the only other area that I feel that they need is a wide receiver I you know I, I do feel that's something that they could uh, could go for especially given you know you've got Devonte Smith and well who <laughs> For me, for me, for me, with that, they've spent so many first round picks on wide receivers now. And Devontae Smith's been a hit, well, a marginal hit and will be a hit for a field, but it's not worked out with loads of them. I think they've, they've burnt themselves a bit too many times taking wide receivers this quick. They're going to the second round, do it. I've actually got them taking Trent McDuffie in my mock, but getting Carl Loftus at the 18 as well. So I think they could get that, they could get an edge at either pick. Um, it yeah. just depends what they want to do with this one. I mean, in, in my personal one, I had them taking, where are we? I had them taking Devin Lloyd with the first one and Trent mm-hmm. McGuffey with the second one. Um, mm-hmm. I just, Adam's point on the wide receiver, yeah, it's Devontae Smith. Jalen Rager, although he dropped a lot last year, he could improve. Quiz, uh, they've got Zach Pascal now. Zach Pascal's mm-hmm. underrated, I think. I think he's a decent receiver. I say the white side, Greg Ward. They've got, they've got a few options there, I think. I don't think it's like, when you've got Devonta Smith, is wide receiver massive on there? Um, can we make a decision together on this pick? Because I'm really struggling with it with it being the Eagles. I I've, think linebacker. I've got Devin Lloyd on there. I, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna like Devin Lloyd going here because I oh. think he deserves. To go. This is where the area but I've had him for a few times. That's where I've, I think I've got him going there on mine. So. Okay, let's go Devin Lloyd here then. That's a group a group decision we've made there. <laughs> Number 16, weeks around that to Adam, the New Orleans Saints, their first pick of their two picks. Where are we going here? Are we going wide receiver? Yeah, I think they desperately <laughs> need a wide receiver. Um, it, it's, you know, a, a Michael Thomas that's coming back. We don't know how fit he's going to be, how great he's going to be. Um, aside from that, it's Marquez Callaway and not a lot else. Yeah, I think wide receiver is the obvious pick, given who's gone. Uh, it's going to be Chris Olave. He's he's the next one up, I think, out of the uh, given who's already gone. So I think that that would uh, that would suit them, and uh, yeah, I think he'll end up at the Saints. I I I really like that. I've had Chris Olave mock there quite a few times. I've, they yeah, I think it's a perfect range for him to go to, which leaves me the LA Chargers pick. This has been in most of my mocks of Devontae Wyatt pick. Oh, it's, but it's, it's gotta be Evan Neal. Yeah. I've had I've Evan had Charles Neal. Cross there for the whole yeah. I, I've got Evan Neal. I don't I think Charles Cross still goes quite high in this draft. Um, but with Evan Neal dropping like this, which I don't think he will on the night. I, I don't I really can't see Evan Neal getting to 17. It's just situationally when we look at the rest of these picks here. Yes, the Texans wouldn't have taken an O-lineman there if they knew they could take Evan Neal here at 13. That's just a situation that we've created, isn't it? Like, O-lineman outside of that, the Giants could or couldn't, the Jets could or couldn't, arguably. I mean, there's not any other team that really looks like it needs... I mean, you could argue the Saints... The Saints would be really, really annoyed if Evan Neal got to... They, they, Evan Neal, they maybe could have taken Evan Neal with 16... And then taking Chris Olave with the 19th, but then do do Eagles pick him at 18. So it, it's just a situation how it runs down to, isn't it? Um, so Andrew, back on to you with the Eagles pick. Hopefully, this one's a bit more of an easier decision for you than the first one. 
No, you've, you've, you've left me with the same issue because he's still on the board. Kalaftis is still still on the board. Uh, <laughs> I still think they need an edge rusher. I don't think they've got that. But they've just added pressure in the run game, with, uh, pressure with Lloyd. So mm. I'm going to go for the backfield this time and I'm going to have them take in um, Trent McDuffie here. Trent McDuffie, good pick there. Um, Adam, Will's back round to you with the New Orleans Saints pick, the second pick. You've had both of their picks. So uh, who are they going to take this time? Yeah, I think that, so in my, the one that I've done in like my individual one, I've got Jordan Davis going there. I think they, they could do with some help at, at, on the, you know, that defense and, and just someone that can maybe like, especially now that um, Armstead's gone, I think it just helps bolster it a little bit. Um, obviously Davis is gone. So I kind of feel like he's, uh, you know, his right-hand man at Georgia is the way forward. So Devontae Wyatt mm-hmm. can go to the Saints. Devontae Wyatt, there he goes to the Saints. That is a heck of a pick there. Adam, you know, like, uh, the Saints traded, obviously, to get up into these picks. Do you feel that that's the reason they've done it for a wide receiver and a, uh, and a D-line? Or do you think there could be a quarterback go here? I don't think they've done it for a quarterback. I I think they feel that they're a team that I know I know it sounds weird given where they ended up last year, but I I think they feel that they're a team that are are able to compete, especially in the NFC. I you know they they beat the Bucks twice, is it two years in a row? Twice they've beaten them. You know I think they feel that they have the potential there to win the division with a few a couple of big names, and I think. You know, these kind of guys are the ones that they feel are going to be able to get them over the line. Um, I think originally we were all thinking, oh, this has been done on purpose. And then the idea is to package them two to go up even further and get a quarterback. But I just I, I don't I don't think they're that desperate for the quarterback, especially when they've got Jamison and Winston now. I, I I think he's not the greatest, but I think he'll do kind of thing. And and they reckon they've got a shot at it. Yeah, I suppose they don't want to be stuck in a uh, a Jordan Love Trey Lance situation that you've had at the other other teams. So. <laughs> yeah. Them, them other teams around the league. Um, well, conveniently, we get to 20 and Pittsburgh Steelers now have got my own pick. Lovely. It's almost um, like you did it on purpose. It's unbelievable. In, in honesty, I didn't want to have the first pick because when we did when we appeared on the Eurotrips podcast, which you can check out as well, where me and Adam Martin appeared and did, I don't know why I gave you your first name there, just me and Adam, um, where it did a mock draft over on that channel um, and I was the number one pick there. And I didn't want to be the number one pick. I wanted a bit of variety. So luckily, I got Pittsburgh Steelers pick. I didn't. I didn't intentionally do that though. Oh, my quarterback's gone. Who I want? So I do. I go for Andrew's advice and get the most NFL-ready quarterback in Matt Corral, or do you have Kenny Pickett or Desmond Ridder? In my mind, now I'm happy to sit with Mitch, and I could. Eat, I could even make the argument, but I wouldn't take a quarterback here. And let them fall, but I don't do. I do think then Kenny Pickett might be picked up by the Lions in the second. I mean, what else is there on the board? I've definitely said about corner a few times. What corners are out there? Kyrie Andrew with Junior Kyrie Elam could be great. Um, what about safety? You could just, just take, take O line. <laughs> just be classic. We could just take O line. Yeah, yeah. We could just go Trevor Penning, which would be uh, that would be an option. But I still think you can get good O line down the board. 
I'm going to go quarterback. I'm going to go Kenny Pickett just just for the for the thrill pick. But I do think I, I think cornerbacks definitely in play there. I don't particularly like it because I, I want Malik. For Kenny Pickett, someone who can sit behind Mitch, we've definitely got the future there. And also the Steelers finally, in my mind, have a bit of a plan of what we're doing going forward, considering we haven't really had a plan for the last three or four years and Ben's demise. So, um, yeah, that's my my take on the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pickett going there. Andrew, on to the New England Patriots. Who are they going to pick here? You should have texted me before we uh, started and said, look, can you leave Willis on the board. <laughs> so, <laughs> that would be collusion. We know that collusion. I mean, we've both got quarterback in that position. Who really cares which way it round? Just, <laughs> just edit it back and swap it. Um, <laughs> I think the Pats need to get a replacement for JC Jackson. Uh, I think it's a cornerback. Um, I've, I've seen a few different positions in this as well. I've seen they want to attack for a linebacker. Uh, they do like a linebacker. So, uh, and they need a bit of, uh, they've lost a few names uh, on that front seven. So I've seen that, but I've, I've had cornerback in there all the time. Uh, and I do think they're going to need a replacement in there. So I'm going to go with Andrew Booth um, Jr. from Clemson. I just think he fits in there nicely, fits into the scheme. Uh, I think he'll do great there. Come from a big college, so he'll uh, slide nicely with the Pats scheme. So. And we move on to the Green Bay Packers pick number 22. Conveniently, Adam, you have that pick. Have you got their other pick as well? You have given me both picks, which is... Oh, um... Andrew, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean <laughs> to do that. You just gave me all the Cowboys and Eagles picks, mate. <laughs> who, the, so... who the Packers taking? Which wide receiver are you taking? Well, I mean, I know which wide receiver I'd like them to take, but I, <laughs> I have a feeling that they won't do it. Um... I don't think in, in this situation with what's there, I don't think they would take a wide receiver. Um, I think they would take Kyle Aftis, given the fact that he's still on the board. Okay. I think he would be the replacement for uh, Zadarius Smith. And I think he would do quite well there. And I think they would look at it as though there are loads of wide receivers later to pick from. Mm. Um the one thing I would say, and I'm just going to put this caveat in now, I this is just me sort of spitballing a little bit. I think they're going to trade out of the first round with their other pick, and mm -hmm. I think they'll try and pick up some seconds and thirds and pick up mm -hmm. wide receivers there. Um, so because of that, I'm going to go for Kyle Aftis in this one. I agree. I think that's definitely a route that you could go, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if you do move down from twenty-eight. And I think you, I think you're going to get the wide receiver of your choice because I don't think the Cards, Cowboys, Bills, Titans, or Books are going to go are going to go down that avenue. So you, it's been wise spending that pick there. Um, I go on to the Arizona Cardinals. That is my pick. A team that is really hard to mock for. I think. Um, what edge rushes we got on the board? You could go, I could go Boye Mafe. I don't dislike their corners, but when you've got someone like Kyrie Elam on the board, you could. But Chandler Jones is gone. They've got not really anyone else at the edge rush position. I'm going to go Boye Mafe. Don't love it. But I, I think, when I think of it corner-wise, they're not bad at corner, whereas edge, I, don't, I think they're struggling a little bit now. We know Hassan Riddick there now for the past two years. Chandler Jones now gone. JJ Watt and the older. Um... Am I being wrong? I can't think of any edge rushes for the Cardinals. They definitely need some help in the front seven, especially the D-line, don't they? I think they're struggling mm. 
I think JJ Watts about the only only name they've got, and they they're deteriorating on that defense. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to go. Yeah, listed. Listed. They've got JJ Watt. They got Zach Allen at tackle, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Foto at tackle, and then JJ Watt. So it's just a case of whether they re-sign anyone. I reckon. Do you, so. do you do you not think that the Cardinals actually have quite a few holes, considering they're mm -hmm. a team where they are? Like, I feel like yeah. guard center. They definitely need to look at. Consid that considering, well. like a year ago, they yeah. were well. Like, even last year, you go like that's like we said. They got in a bunch of old boys. And we were like, why? Because they've got a young roster. Why bringing in little bit blokes? And it, but it was like the big push for them. They went eight and oh, and it was like, well, this is the big push then. This is what they want to do. And now with like the Kyler issues and Chandler Jones going and I, I just Christian Kirk going against insane money. Like it just feels like it's fell apart a bit quickly for the cards here. And they, they can't have it fall apart because their division's tough. Even though the Seahawks are bad now, the Rams are still there. Um, the 49ers are still good on their day. I, I'm going to go Boye Mafe. I think they need, they've got to have that Chandler Jones replacement. Um, wrongfully, I call, I confused David Ajaba and Boye Mafe um, on the Eurotrips podcast. So I do apologise when people watch that. I went on about Boye Mafe's really bad injury. won't see him play, but he'll be good for the future. <laughs> I meant David Ajaba, and that was uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs later on. So, uh, uh, Andrew, you've got, the, you've got the NFC East pick again, mate. Cowboys, who are they going to take here? Cheers, mate. Thanks. Um, <laughs> lots of people have got them taking a, a, a wide receiver, haven't they? Some a bit flashy. Oh. Um, they do like their uh, shiny toys, but I think they need to go boring with this. I think they've got uh, they're gonna they're gonna have big trouble on that O line. I think in the future, uh, it's expensive what it currently is. It's aging. It's been something that we've all spoke about in the last two seasons that that O line one injury on it it falls apart. Um, they've lost a couple of names, haven't they? They lost a few of that O-line. Um, Lyle Collins. Um, Lyle so Collins. I feel it's got to be on that O-line. Mm. I like them taking a guard. And it's another guy that did absolutely insane at the combine. And he's just risen up the boards. I like him. I liked a few of these guys from Boston College. Uh, at Zion Johnson, I think he, he fits in there nicely. Very nice. So, Johnson, Trevor Penning still on the board. That is the one of the biggest drops I've seen of Penning so far. He's been going in that mid Mate, round that's, range. That's what happens when you don't play big boy football and you just play in the little leagues? <laughs> the Buffalo Bills on to you, Adam, uh, for the, the pick here. Yeah, it's a, I mean, I think it's quite a difficult one with the Buffalo Bills. I, I don't. I'm not really too sure where to go. In my own personal one, I've got Devontae Wyatt going now, um, which I kind of screwed myself over because I took him earlier for another team. Um, <laughs> so that's a bit difficult. Um, I I don't know. I fit, given that you're... I, I, I don't know. Help. <laughs> <laughs> Bills, come on the back. They lost. I, uh, I, is it is it corner? Is it is it, like is it that simple? They, they they personally need a corner cornerback, or they need some extra help on the O line. They lost a couple of the O linemen. Uh, wide receiver. I just think looking at they the name the next round. Just wait till the next round. There's some bigger names yeah. in that next round. I think cornerback. Yeah. What did they lose? They lost Levi Wallace, didn't they? To the yeah. Steelers. Yeah, uh, Levi Wallace. 
So, and with uh, Elam still on the board, like he's a big man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, based on that, I'd go, then, I'd go Elam here. I'd we're probably, we're here. probably, yeah. If we're, if we're going to go corner, you probably go Elam. If you're going to go O line, you might go Penning, given that he's dropped as far as he has. Mm. But if corner is their biggest need, mm. then I think Elam is probably the the guy to go for. Yeah, I agree. I would say definitely a lamb as well. Um, the Titans on the board for me, again, a team I found hard to mark. I, I can't see Trevor Penning dropping anymore, so I'm going to take him, um, considering that I know wide receivers are big need of theirs, but they've got Woods, they've got A.J. Brown. They're probably going to pay A.J. Brown, but obviously Derek Henry comes back next year. The row line's all right, but it's not great. Um, there, That's the structure of their game is getting Derek Henry them holes, um, and you've got one of the most aggressive offensive lineman in in college football with one of the most aggressive runners in uh, NFL uh, NFL history. So Trevor Penning is, is dropping stops now to the Tennessee Titans. And we go back to Andrew with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers pick. Yeah, I mean, they need help in, on both lines, don't they? They need O-line help and they need D-line help. I think for me personally, on my own personal one, D-line was their biggest need. It's aging. It, are are they all coming back? What J J JPP and and Dong Makansu, uh, they've not re-signed yet, uh, so they're, they're really struggling in there. But there's no names left on the board at this current point, so I think they flip back to the O line and look at that. We mentioned it on our alternative mock draft, and the guy's still on there. So I think it's Tyler Lindenbaum, play centre, play guard. Um, they're going to need him for the future, so it's going to have to be there. I think that's best available for them. Brilliant. Tyler Linderbaum, a player, again, who's really dramatically dropped in a lot of mocks. He was mocked very early on in the year in top sort of 10, and now has really, really dropped down. It's just a positional value, I suppose, of centre guard. But when you look at players like Jason Kelsey, who've been the, you know, the, the main guy in that Eagles O-line for so long, I mean, I think it is a more valuable position than, than people maybe give credit for. Uh, Packers, back to you, Adam, again. Got to be see this time. I mean, look, at you've got all of them. None went. None went from you. You picked Carl Loftus, Maffes, Johnson, Elam, Penning, Lindbaum. Who are you going to have here? I think considering, like you said, none of them have gone. Like, I, I don't think they will take a pick at this one. I think they will trade back for, for the purposes of this. I think uh, Traylon Burks is the is kind of the obvious guy. In, in When you see who's left, he's the one guy who... You do feel like he has the potential to be a difference maker. He is that he's that size, but he's got that speed. It might not have been during the combine, but when he played, he looked decent. And so I think because of that, we'll go for Burks. It's the only team he'd work at, unless you got Rogers throwing the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, I think he'll, I think he'll do well there. The the only other thing that when you look at it and you, you see who's left on the board and I, I do feel like that they are, they are looking to sort of like improve at places like safety and linebacker. And obviously with like your Daxton Hill there and your Nicobe Deans there, that I think that is something that would interest them. Um, you know, possibly Kenyon Green as well, a guard would be something that they'd like, but I, I think we've, we've got to take a wide receiver. Surely it has to happen this year. Didn't even think that Kenyon Green was still on the board when I picked the, <laughs> the pick for the books. I was like, no, he's surely not on the board. How is how Kenyon Green not gone to the Titans? Chero Penning was on the board. So I went, oh, yeah, Chero Penning, aggressive O-lineman. Uh, Kenyon Green dropping, I don't think he'll get much further if he goes to the second 
Um, 29, the Kansas City Chiefs, I've got their first pick. And then, Andrew, you've got their second. I, we, we both think they need wide receiver, right? Well, yeah, well, I think that's what they're, they're, they're going to go for. But when they've got Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scatling and McCall Harbin, haven't they? I mean, it's not a huge area. I just think that they will want to replace Tyreek. Well, I think they're going to replace Tyreek with probably Christian Watson. But then again, you've got Jahan Dotson on the board, Sky Moore. You could, there's some good players there. But I'm going to take, just to mix this up, I'm going to take Daxton Hill with my first, with this pick. Um, take, because I, take what I was going to pick. You've got you can take Daxton <laughs> Hill for them, really. Yeah. Well, I, I okay. I'm going to take Daxton Hill. If we were going to make a joint decision here, I feel like for the Chiefs, so we're going Daxton Hill because I can't see him drop any any further either because he's a very good safety and they need that corner help as well. So now we need to discuss wide receiver here. Christian Watson makes the most sense as a Tyreek replacement, but does is Dotson better? Do you think? What do you think? This is your pick. I mean, probably Watson makes more sense for them. Uh, mm. I just think that's... But equally, is he going to play... I just think Dotson's sort of similar to Juju. Um, mm. You're not getting anything really a lot different. I think you need something mm. completely different. I think Watson, Christian Watson, offers something different there. Uh, equally, do we uh, do we agree that looking at the names that are left on there, that wide receiver is what they take? Hmm. I, I mean, think I think I think some of these guys will be gone by the time their pick comes around at thirty. I don't. I don't necessarily think so. I think we're, oh, very, sorry, we're quite accurate. Those. I think we're quite accurate with who's left. Um, I don't think that's hmm. that's overly. Uh, I, I, the one area that I kind of feel like. The Chiefs do need to look at is corner. Hmm. Um, what corners do we have left on the ball? But if they're if they're taking Daxon Hill, he can play safety. Yeah, back, he can play corner. He can cover that backfield. Yeah, true. Uh, I, don't I, I, back, I don't think you go backfield. Backfield. They've got no, a couple of people who still need to re-sign as well, haven't they? So yeah. Well, I think if if that's Sorry. the case, then I th I think it is wide receiver then. Yeah, I'm gonna. Have them take in Christian Watson, then I think he, he just offers them something mm. different to to Dotson. So um I mean Sky Moore would be they they'd love that, wouldn't they? Super quick. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he would be good. I think they need that. They need they need that speedster, don't they? Valdez Scantling well, could be a deep full people guy. Smith shoot great slot. Hardman's like a mixture of slot. And deep ball, but as in, he's quick. But yeah, yeah, I like that. I like Watson there. Watson, it is. Let's go, Christian Watson. Watson is okay. Back round to you, uh, Adam. As we're closing out the draft here, only two picks away. The Cincinnati Bengals. Where they're going with this pick? Yeah, I think the Bengals are another team that are a prime candidate for a trade out. Personally, I, I think mm -hmm. they they could get away with it because. What you're seeing with these quarterbacks that, I mean, we've only taken two, haven't we? Um, you know, anyone who, who wants to get that fifth-year option, they're going to have to trade in. And I, I think that there are a couple of teams out there that might do that. Um, mm. Having said that, for this, the one area that I do feel that would be pretty good for um, 
pretty good for the Bengals would be to go uh, offensive line. So I am going to take Tyler Smith. Um, I think he's shown that he's a pretty decent tackle. And, Tyler Smith uh, and not Kenyon Green? Not Kenyon Green, Tyler Smith? Oh, is he still on there? Yeah, we can't. Green's still there. Okay, sorry. We'll have Kenyon Green. I didn't. I sorry. No, He's Tyler, Tyler Smith. People, people, Ken, people have said that Tyler Smith could sneak get sneak into the first round. So that's Kenyon Kenyon Green, Green has there, gone in so. every single mock draft I've ever done or seen yeah, by same. now. <laughs> he's, same, uh, same. He's, as a, as an inside guy, he's he's easily the best. He's played the whole line. He's played tackle. He's played guard. He's played centre. He's played everywhere. He's we'll so have Kenyon Green. <laughs> we'll have Kenyon Green go to the Bengals. Eh? It's strange because, like, like all three of us are like, "How's he dropped this far?" But like, like we said, it's just situational. It's just completely situational of what you've got going on everywhere. Um, I've got the last. I, I, yeah, I don't think he's getting. I don't think he's getting past that sort of Tennessee Buffalo uh, yeah. Bills. Box, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I am going Detroit Lions, the last pick of the franchise tag NFL mock draft. Quarterback, their biggest need. Could go Desmond Ridder, could go Matt Corral somehow. They're all still here. Safety, you could go with Lewis Siege, Con Brisker, but I feel like, you know, Jalen Petrie. But they've got two picks. We've got to remember that. They've got Jags pick and then their pick again. I think here, I would, I would, I, I could maybe see them getting tra- like, dra- trading down from this spot as well. And getting more picks because they've got the pick two picks later. So I, I think I'm going to go wide receiver though. I think they just need one more. I like DJ Shock. I like Sam Brown. I'm going to give them Jahan Dotson. Um, I, I just think they, they could wait to get that quarterback if they wanted to go quarterback that way, or they could take wide receiver here or the second one. I'm going to go wide receiver here just for the sake of it. I think Jahan Dotson goes to the Lions there, and uh, that makes the trio of Shark, St. Brown, and, and Dotson quite a favourable one there. And that's the end of the mock draft, not the end of the programme. I'm sure we'll carry on chatting. How long, how long have we even been on for, guys? How long have we been going here? What, 45 minutes so far. Do you not um, Do you not think that uh, Lions might need a little help at linebacker and they could have taken N'Kobe Dean at that pick? They, they could take N'Kobe Dean in, in the two picks later. I think they could easily do that's that. That's true. It's, it's an anybody pick, that, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Ryan. So, we'll sort of, uh, how long have we been on? Have we been on 45 minutes, have we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah? Cool. Well, we can quickly talk about this. Like, we'll talk in brackets, I suppose. We've got the 1 to 10 spot here, Trayvon Walker, Aiden Hutchinson, as you can see on the screen. Um, any big shocks there? Any? Any? Do you want to weigh in, either of you? No. I mean, yeah. Kenyon <laughs> Green dropping drop into as far as he's dropped. <laughs> Shocking. It's, it's shocking, yeah. So, yeah, so no, as I, you can see, Jameson Williams going at 10. Go on, go on, Adam, carry on talking while I'm scrolling. I, I kind of I kind of feel like when you, if you just look at the, that top 10, I feel like it's, it's fairly, the positions, I think, are the right positions, definitely. When you look at the, the top four is, to be honest, kind of what everyone is saying and what everyone thinks now is going to be that top four. Um it's only once you start getting to the Giants do you start seeing a little bit of difference of opinion coming in. But, mm. yeah, I mean, look, you look at them and you sort of... But when it comes to the Giants, they do need an edge rusher. They do need a tackle. They do need some help in them areas. So it does make sense. The quarterback for for the Panthers, again, it might not be the right one, but it is 
the right position. And I feel like given, as we've said, with that owner, I think he's definitely going to put his stamp on on it and probably go mm. for it. But yeah, I mean, when you just look at that top 10, I think it's they're all kind of in the roughly around what we've probably all thought. Mm-hmm. Jameson Williams being the number 10 player there that you can't see, which I think that's the only one for me that I think is the outlier here. Stingley maybe as well. Go down the next like 11 to 20. Drake London here, Hamilton, Jermaine Johnson, uh, Jordan Davis, Devin Lloyd. We've got the Evan Neal dropping down 17, which we've all said I don't think is going to happen. Uh, Kenny Pickett going to the Steelers. Any surprise there, Andrew? Anything in there that you're not too happy about? Um, Outside of Evan Neal, because Evan Neal's not dropping this far. It's just situationally what's happened in this. No, it's it's all, it's all very uh, very similar to what I've got in mind. They're all positions that I undenied about. Uh, maybe if I locked in a different one, the one that we've got in there is something I definitely looked at. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the, there's no... Maybe some of the names might be wrong, but the positions might be correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe McDuffie isn't the best cornerback at that point with some, you know, Andrew Booth and Nilam might might be favourable. But I think we're along the right lines uh, with, with the positions we're taking in there. Can I just quickly ask, we're saying that Evan Neal is not going to drop that far. And obviously, I agree that Evan Neal won't drop that far, or I believe that he won't drop that far anyway. Um, but there's normally one, isn't there? Like normally, there is one guy who we who everyone's gone. Yeah, it'd be top five, easy, you know. See, and and then for me, and it just for, it just falls. So who who is that guy? Uh, for me, I think it's I think it is it lies with the Texans. I think if the Texans took an edge here at three, you've got Equanu still on the board. Giants would take Equanu here at seven. Charles Cross would drop to maybe drop to the Seahawks or maybe Evan Neal drops to nine there. But then the Texans would pick up whoever it is here. So Cross Cross could go to the Giants there. Aquano could drop to the Seahawks potentially. I mean, the Jets could take Aquano here with Gardner. Then the Gardner goes to Seahawks, I think. And then Evan Neal drops to the... I think Evan Neal could be primed to go to this 13 spot with the Texans. I don't know how it gets there, but that's my... Sort of position, but I think it could happen. Do you think he goes past the Seahawks if he's still on the board? If um, if Jets if Jets go if Jets went a Quanu here at four, I could see Source Gardner going to nine because I, do, do 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 Giants take Source? If we trade Bradbury, so, yeah. yeah, we take Source. Yeah, if you trade Bradbury though. We need, to, we, need to, we need to trade him to clear up out the cap space to sign our rookies. So, well, then you take Source there, but then but then you're going to be paying Source big money as a rookie. I know it's not as big money as James Bradbury, but that's still a top set. It's still a top five pick. George, you try and get him at seven, to, so he's a little bit less than a top five pick, I suppose. But I think I think if you don't mind, can I come off his screen now? We're all happy with seeing that. Yeah, can I just ask yeah. you guys uh, a quick question? Obviously, we went with uh, O-line at the Bengals. Now, that really baffled me. I know a lot of people have got O-line at the Bengals, but they have Jahan Williams, Jackson Carmen, Ted Karras, Alex Coppola, and Lil Collins. Do you not think that's mm-hmm. like stacked <laughs> on their own? I, 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 don't, I don't think they'll go O-line at 31. I, I think we all went Kenyon Green there because he was there. I, I think they go corner, personally. 
I think the problem with going, I, I can understand why you would say corner. It, it, it does make sense because, um, you know, I mean, they've got Eli Apple for Christ's sake, so they need, they need a corner. Um, but I, I just, I just kind of feel like, I think the Bengals are going to be the chiefs of, uh, you, you know, that point where Mahomes was running around desperate to try and do anything and the O-line was just falling apart and all they did that year was improve the O-line and it was through mm. the draft, it was through free agency, it was everything, it was all O-line. And I think the Bengals are going to be very blinkered to the fact that that's what they need to do. And so because of that, I think they'll go O-line. They, I think the one thing we've always got to remember in drafts is that the teams don't necessarily pick the best player available in a weird mm. kind of way. It's like it, it is one of them things that they, they just get into a, you know, they get it into their heads that they love this particular guy. Mm. And so they'll go and, for and it. There, and there might be great players out there, but they've interviewed and gone, that, that's, that's not our guy. They might just think that the yeah. intangibles aren't there. Some people like the tangibles more than the intangibles. And it just depends what the, the, the organisation wants, really, don't they? Um, anyway, thank you very much for joining us for our franchise tag NFL Mock Draft 2022. Make sure you comment on the video to, um, well, on Twitter, firstly, to critique us, because that's always good fun and we love negativity and positivity from all your fan, you fans out there. But also make sure you enter our competition to win yourself an NFL jersey of your choice with the name and number of your choice on the back as well. Make sure you comment on this YouTube video with who will be the number one pick. It doesn't matter if it's right. Just tell us who you think the number one pick will be to the Jacksonville Jaguars or will the Jags even be there? You never know. They might trade out of that spot. But make sure you do that to be and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you like our videos as well and subscribe and share with all your friends because, you know, we're only trying to grow. And uh, it should be a great night. We'll be back on the Friday at some point with a reaction video to the draft, which should be a lot of fun as well. Uh, we'll be chatting all night, I'm sure, about the draft. And make sure you get the beers in. Make sure you FaceTime your mates or go around your mates and watch it all together because there was a time when we couldn't. Whereas now we all can finally do that together. In fact, this is the first draft we can do that together, right? In two years. Yeah. And yet, and yet all three of us are not meeting up. This is such a bizarre <laughs> world. Okay? Anyway, enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the draft. It's going to be a good fun night. I'm sure all of us will be very active on social media throughout the night. So make sure you hit us up. Until then, have a great draft night and we'll see you all very soon. Appreciate it.